album. The Roots Resulted. The show that combines your two favorite things. Weed and basketball. Packable and grab a seat as Evan rambles on about this team he's loved for the past 40 plus years. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Hoops Zooted, episode number 23, one I have titled Uncomfortably Numb, (laughs) because I think that describes about where I am at this point in this season, is, yeah, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm just numb to it all. (laughs) Uh, So, anyway, there's been four four games since last time i talked to you guys um went two and two um you know the typical you know up and down here with darvinham um but you know there are still good things you know there is still progress being made we were actually you know nine and three for the month of february um you know we are unfortunately oh and one to start march um but you know, nine and four over the past 13 games. That, that ain't too bad. That ain't too bad at all. So, you know, got to, got to kind of think, put things in perspective sometimes. So anyway, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. Um, you know, and actually, you know, I took a nice, finally got like a little bit of time away and um, took a nice little hike today. Um, went out to the El Mal, El Mal Pais. Um, National Monument, which is a huge like lava flow that's also um, right up next to all these great sandstone cliffs. And there's a trail that I love to hike on that that's that takes you up to the top of this ridge that overlooks this great big sandstone arch. And yeah, it's a it's not a terribly long trail. It's about seven point three miles, but um, you know it's it's kind of moderately difficult because you know you're some of a lot of the trail is going over that you know uneven sandstone that's you know kind of like tweaking your ankles all the time and you know other parts of the trail are this like thick like sugar like sand so you kind of got to trudge through that a little bit but it's a you know it's a rewarding hike when you get up to that that ridge because it's it's a incredible view of the you know the whole valley as well as the arch and yeah it's just so that was a nice day. So anyway, so in honor of that today, I'm I'm back on my wizard pipe today. Because that just that was good to get out in nature. And I I feel kind of refreshed a little bit today. Um and you know, even though we lost tonight to Denver, you know, I'm I'm taking it pretty well. I'm taking it really well, actually. So anyway, tonight I've got a little bit of divine frost in here because i thought that's the one thing maybe we 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 need here still with this lakers um season here is maybe a little divine intervention to help us out um you know there is there's a guy on my timeline who 
he keeps talking about um you know we're going to be the eighth seed and be exactly 41 and 41 you know because it's all like all these numbers honor kobe and like you know i i the more the closer we get to kind of like possibly realizing that you know i i kind of like that theory <laughs> but you know it is also like you know at the same time you know like as a laker fan we we want a higher seed of course it's just but anyway you know you know like i said i'll, I'll take what i can get at this point you know it's i've given up my expectations pretty much you know like you know, I did start the season expecting this team to win 62 games to be a number one seed. So, like, yeah, <laughs> I was forced to give up my expectations, too. But, you know, Darvin Ham has also really been the one who forced me. So, anyway, I'll keep, I, before I keep just rambling on and on, let me, let me take a couple of hits here out of the pipe here and play a little bit of music. And I'll be back in a minute. much better there we go so yeah like i had a nice day um it was unfortunate that we didn't get the win today but i at least had a good day <laughs> and it's been a while you know those of you been following me have you know heard the laundry list of you know hurdles and just bad shit that's been happening to me since september but you know I do seem to be feeling like I'm kind of getting out of the woods, maybe hopefully finally knock on some wood here. Um, but yeah, it was a good day. It was a good day. So anyway, to, to recap the week, you know, we, we started off with, uh, you know, a tough loss to the Suns. Um, you know, they, they pretty much controlled us that whole game, um, you know, and, you know, we we still I think we still match up well with that team. I still don't fear them in a seven game series, um, you know, but I don't think like we we would easily beat them in a seven game series. I think we easily it, it would take six or seven to beat them. So, yeah, that that loss wasn't too surprising, but, you know, a little unfortunate, you know, would have been nice to get that win, um, you know, but then we did follow that up by beating the Clippers and being ending up 3-1 on the Clippers and also closing out um, their time at Staples Center, um, you know, at least playing us, 
the last time they played us in Staples Center as you know sharing that sharing the stadium with us you know well i'm sorry at crypto yeah I'll, I'll still call it there's times that i still call it the forum sometimes actually you know and even there was part of long time where i even called it the downtown forum after it moved you know from the forum to staples but anyway i'm rambling on and on like <laughs> nobody cares about how, how how the old man is always misnaming the freaking stadium because its name has changed so many times anyway <laughs> So it was nice to close that out, um, you know, because they're going to have their own stadium next year. And but we sent them out the door with a nice loss and three and one on the season. So even that that really matters for the the standings because they're, you know, up in like fourth place, I believe. And yeah, we're we're still down here in tenth. You know, um, yeah. So it's not like that tiebreaker matters, but still just just fun to get that tiebreaker over little brother. That was a nice one. And then we followed that up, you know, back-to-back nights um, with a thrilling overtime victory over the Wizards in a really close, you know, back-and-forth game for most of the game. It was, yeah, it was, (laughs) you know, probably a little too close for a lot of us. You know, we expected a, you know, big win over the Wizards because LeBron even played in that game. We we didn't expect him to. but you know, we we got the win. We got it out the win, one thirty four to one thirty one. Um, oh, and the Clippers was one sixteen, one twelve. I don't remember if I said that right, but anyway. Um, so yeah, it was nice to get that win, and you know, then we got tonight, and we lost tonight one twenty one fourteen to one twenty four. You know, on the surface, that looks like you know more of the same, and you know, there's been plenty of complaining on the timeline tonight about it being more of the same but i'm going to break down the game do you tell you that actually this is this was not more of the same this was some progress actually um it sucks to lose this game again you know that's i believe that's seven in a row now they've gotten but this is progress this is definitely progress because you know we dominated them in the first half um you know went into the halftime with an eight point lead um, you know, just had control of them, um, you know, played good defense, just really looked like we were going to, you know, win the game. But then, you know, they, they made a run us in the third quarter and, you know, it was a close game up until the final, like three minutes of the game or so. And at that point, they just kind of put on the gas and put it away in that final three minutes, you know, and that's, it sucks. It's obvious that, you know, they're still, they're still the champs and they just showed us there in that final three minutes, but this is big progress because we also did this shorthanded. So, and D'Lo played really well tonight. Um, you know, so like he's beaten the allegations maybe, you know, so this, th- there was good progress. Um, you know, and that's the other reason that I'm not as like kind of, torn up by this loss it would have been unfortunate to like you know have such a nice day and then same old thing you know seven times in a row just yeah like where they dominate the game and every time we get close we just we can't get over the hump but you know i feel really confident in the fact that we we've made some good progress now yeah darvin is still 
our biggest, you know, hamstring in all of this, unfortunately. Um, you know, and his lineups here in the second half could definitely be, you know, a big, you know, thing to point at for a reason why things kind of fell apart here in the second half. But, you know, we try and, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, positive and more zen. I'm not going to let Darwin, like, get me down. You know, I'm, I'm still going to call him ma names maybe, but <laughs> try not to let him get me down. So anyway, you know, like I said, that's, you know, the positives that we can take away from all of this, you know, even though two and two on the week, you know, nine and three in February, you know, nine and three, nine and four in our past 13, including tonight's game. So that's, that's pretty good. You know, we are trending in the right direction. Now, obviously, you know, we started this season with championship expert expectations and, you know, we're coming up short, but this is, this is good progress. So, and, you know, that, that brings me, actually, I'm going to, I want to take another hit before I start on my first topic here, because, yeah, get the, get a little more, you know, real confirmation that there is a mutiny with a lot of reports that are coming out. So anyway, I saw a report today, I believe it was, um, talking about how when Ham calls a play, um, LeBron just kind of like rolls his eyes and then just waits for everybody to get up. And then he takes initiative with the, with the team and calls a completely different play. Which, you know, I, I feel pretty justified. You know, I've I told you that there has been a mutiny going on. And I mean, what more proof do you need? I mean, come on. He's, he's calling his own plays right now. And, you know, we also got a video circulated today of Darvin Ham breaking down a jump ball. I mean, yes, you heard me right. Like he gets up there on the screen in what's a team meeting with everybody and he's breaking down the jump ball. Now, I mean, maybe those of you that haven't played don't understand the um, unnecessary nature of doing something like this. <laughs> like, uh, you know, most of us, you know, know pretty much where we need to be for the jump ball and how it's all going to go down, unless there's some sort of special circumstance that, you know, maybe somebody's hurt, a different player's in, you know, you got to, you know, maybe account for some sneaky technique that a guy likes to use or something like that. But for the most part, yeah, it, it's a, it's a goddamn jump ball. We don't need to be breaking down the jump ball. And, you know, part of me, it's like, it all, like, kind of makes me feel a little bit sorry you know just just a tiny tiny bit uh, like i'm don't get carried away i'm still pretty pissed at darvin but just a tiny little bit i feel sorry for him because like he is in over his fucking head and i mean just yeah 
I don't I don't know what to say more than that. Like he's just he's a nice guy, but he's just not that bright, it seems like. And you know, thankfully LeBron is taking the initiative because like I've said before, you know, we're not winning games here because of Darwin. You know, we're winning despite him. So yeah, and it's LeBron and AD that give this team an edge. You know, has nothing to do with Darwin, unfortunately. And, you know, I, I, like I said from the beginning, I rooted for Darwin. I wanted the, him to succeed, but he has just proven time and time again that he's just not up for the task. He is an assistant coach, and he should stay an assistant coach. And we should have never given him his first shot at being a head coach. You know, because this is this is too much pressure here with this job, too. Like, you know, and yeah, Jeannie and Rob, you messed this one up. You you deserve a lot of blame for this one. You you messed this one up real good. And giving him a four-year contract was really stupid. This should have been like a two-year contract, like approve it, you know. Don't try and match it up with LeBron ladies. Because if you if you weren't willing to go with a LeBron guy and, you know, hire someone like Ty Lu when it was like timed perfectly, you know, and you instead hire another guy, you get lucky, you get one chip out of him and then things fall apart when you completely turn over the freaking roster and, you know, bring in a bunch of players that, you know, really don't fit his coaching style, you know, like as hard as, time as i gave vogel like you know he he kind of got hosed by the front office on that you know when when we made the westbrook trade um you know and that should have yeah that should have been thought about a lot a lot more thoroughly unfortunately and it wasn't so but it is what it is you know can't change the past um you know and the other thing about like LeBron, like calling these plays, like I've seen a bunch of people like, you know, like coming to Darwin's defense and like saying like, oh, LeBron is being so selfish and like, you know, just Darwin is now the scapegoat. And I'm like, you know, no, like LeBron has all the experience here. Like LeBron is the greatness here. And like, you know, when you're coaching greatness, like, you know, greatness isn't going to wait for you to catch up to them you know it's either catch up to them or get left behind so and right now darvin is getting left behind by bronze greatness and you know he's only this is not even this is his second year so he hasn't even completed two years i mean think about like just any job you've had like you know you can be pretty good at a job but like you know you're not really truly like you know, proficient at that job until the, you know, at least after a couple, maybe three years, like, you know, you, you can be pretty good, but like, you know, you really hit your stride, like usually like somewhere around like three years. That's, that's like most people, it seems like. So, you know, and it seems the same with a lot of players too. Like, you know, first couple years can be a little rocky, but then that third year is when most like, players that are going to stay in this league really hit their stride, you know, and, you know, you do have a lot of players that come out great first, first year, but not, you know, they're few and far between, you know, I shouldn't, shouldn't say a lot of very few players. So, 
So anyway, you know, it was kind of justifying to get that confirmation, you know, because a lot of people on Twitter timeline called me crazy, said, oh, no, 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 Darwin still has control. You know, that kind of stuff goes on all the time on the bench. Um, but I, I, like I was pointing out, this is a little different. It's a little different. I think I can sense a vibe pretty well. And, you know, it was obvious that this was happening. I could see it from my couch. You know, so yeah, Darwin is a problem and the Lakers will win despite him, but not because of him. And he probably needs to go after this season. <sighs> it is what it is, you know, wish you luck, Darwin, you know, wish this would have worked out and, you know, it, and if you, even if we are stuck with you for the next four years, like, I hope somehow you can maybe get better, learn from some of this, because, well, this has been rough, man. This has been rough. You are hard-headed. <laughs> and it takes you a long time to kind of figure out things that, like, yeah, you make the same mistakes over and over until you make the change, which is really frustrating. So, anyway... You know, on to something a little more positive. My, you know, my, my next topic, I I want to harp again about this game against Denver because almost beating them shorthanded, you know, I, I don't feel that should be overlooked. You know, that's, that's a big thing. That's a big deal. Like, you know, I feel like if we, when we get Vando, knock on wood, fingers crossed, everything, Hopefully he comes back this season. When we get him back, this team I feel like is capable of like, you know, he's like our turbocharger to this engine. Like, you know, he brings in so much energy, so much intensity on the defensive side that like when he's when he's there and you know and healthy, like like I said, it's a it's a turbocharger for this team. So you know. I, and I feel like if we had he had him tonight, I think we hold this lead and we win this like we win this game convincingly. You know, we don't blow this here in the final minutes. You know, but you know it is what it is. You know, Vando is hurt. Hopefully, he's coming back late this month. You know, or you know early April, sometime before the playoffs. It's Hopefully, knock on wood, fingers crossed, everything, you know, whatever we need to do to be lucky with that. Um, but, you know, I think that this loss was not a bad loss. And, you know, you, you see a lot of people on the timeline, they're going to be really doom and gloom about this loss. But, you know, this is progress. This is progress, you know. It took them the final three minutes to close it out. And we were we were right there until the final three minutes. So deep breath, Lakers Nation. As frustrating that is, as that is, sometimes sometimes moral victories, you know, are important because they are something to build on for the next game. And it's fine if you if you want to be one of those people that, you know, I don't take moral victories, whatever, that's fine. Move on. You can you know, treat this like a, you know, treat this like a terror reading, you know, take, 
take what works for you and discard the rest, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, some people are going like, what the f I have no idea what a tarot reading is. But anyway, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I think it's time to play a little bit of music again and that more hits and I'll be back. See you in a minute. Refresher there. Ah, a little divine frost. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's a tasty bud. So, anyway, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, I've, I'm kind of surrendered my greater expectations quite a while ago for this team. I'm really just taking it one game at a time right now. And, you know, I, it's kind of freeing in a lot of ways. Like, you know, I had so much like invested in this season, you know, with it being the year of Kobe and just so much hope and optimism for this roster. And it, it just feels good to kind of have let go of the rope, you know, and, you know, cause it's, it's at this point too, like, you know, if they do go on a run and they win, it's, it's this great, pleasant surprise. And if they don't, Hey, you know, I, I kind of predicted it when, you know, ham came out, came out and threw all his fans under the bus. I was like, Oh, this is, this is over. Like he's, he just, he doesn't get it, you know? So, and you know, so like, it's kind of a win-win for me, I guess, at that, at this point, like, you know, I, I gave up at the right time. I, I saw the sig signs and the signals at the right time. And, you know, I'm just kind of trying to push the rest of the season with this kind of relaxed view, just kind of focused on the present. You know, like I said before, I don't want to let ham get me down. He, he's gonna, you know, you'll see me on my timeline still bitch and moan i'll still probably call them names you know but i'm trying not to let excuse me keep burping um i'm trying not to let him get me down you know because it's not worth it it's not worth it you know that's why we've got the you know nice little zen background here we'll do a little home little meditating here you know you know don't don't say ham by mistake, you know, oh, not ham, then fucking lose your shit or something, you know, no, no. <laughs> uh, 
Just try and relax. You know, don't let Ham get to you. That son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, you know, and the other thing, you know, I really want to bring up that, you know, I, I think a lot of people are missing about what's going on in the NBA right now is actually really a cool thing. Like these past two seasons, I feel like are the best parody I've seen in this league in like the 40 years that I've, I've been watching. Like, you know, this, this, this game is usually super predictable. Like at the beginning of the season, you know, you can look at like, you know, East and West and you can be like, Oh, these two teams are going to be in the finals most likely. And, you know, or this team's going to win this team's going to, it, it's usually very predictable. And, you know, like maybe, you know, you might have a, you know, group of like, you know, three in the East, three in the West, you know, that, you know, are serious contenders, but like, that's, you know, most of, for most of my history of watching basketball, that's, you know, that that's usually not the case. It's usually, you know, most seasons are pretty predictable, you know, and as long as injuries don't happen, you know, you can usually, you know, tell who's going to win. And these past two years though, um, and even though Denver was a one seed last year and did win, like a lot of people did not predict them to win because, you know, the standings are still extremely close. All these teams, you know, are still so close, top to bottom. You know, like the benches are deeper than they've ever been in the NBA. And like, I look at both the East and the West this year, and I feel like there are, you know, easily five maybe even six legitimate teams on both sides that could win. Um, and, you know, even the Lakers, you know, could possibly be, you know, grouped in with that. And it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that it's that close, you know, cause it's as good as Denver is Denver, like is still the class right now. They're, they're still the champs, still the, the ones to beat, but like, I don't feel like this gap between, you know, because we're in the 10th seed and we almost stole that game from them. You know, they, no, they didn't have KCP tonight. You know, we do have to put that into context for sure. Um, you know, but we didn't have a lot of players either. So, and we were down more than they were. So it's, it's still, you know, it's still good progress, you know, but you know, parody, like I said, it's it's real and it's here. And you know, I mean, look at look at last year. You know, had a number eight seed in the finals for the first time, and you know that wasn't a terrible finals. You know that that was still a pretty pretty decent finals. You know, and as close, you know, I've never seen it like this close, like from top to bottom ever in this league. So I think you have to kind of keep that in mind. Anything can happen. 
you know, injury, any kind of injuries to any of these teams, like say, you know, Jokic suddenly is hurt. That changes the landscape completely. So just hang in there, take it one game at a time, you know, and remember parity is real. And it's, I think it's here to stay with the NBA, especially with the new CBA, you know, and I think it's going to get, you know, more and more like this where, a lot of a lot of tight tightly bunched you know really good teams you know as opposed to big dominant super teams and you know let's face it that's that's good for fans good for the league and you know this has been been an exciting season you know despite the fact that the lakers are struggling like you know i look around the league on both the east and west and i'm like you know there's going to be a lot of fun playoff series here, a lot of really close, fun playoff series. So, you know, if you love basketball, you know, and not just Lakers, there's there's a lot of positives to be taken from a lot of this. So, and it also, you know, the big positive that I also take from it is, you know, it gives us a damn good shot still, despite all the freaking struggles we've had. So, you know... Got to keep it, you know, got to keep it real. We're still taking it one game at a time, but, you know, hey, things aren't bad. You know, things aren't bad. This is not all doom and gloom, man. This is not bad, not bad. You know, things things are improving and getting better, you know. And, you know, that moves me on to my, you know, my last topic here of the night. Um, you know, the, the starting lineup of Braun, AD, Brewey, Austin, and D'Lo is now eight and two. And, you know, I may not have been one of the people that was calling for the starting lineup, you know, since the summertime, but I know a lot of you people on my timeline that were. And, you know, here, here's proof is in the pudding, you know, hats off to you guys. You know, I'm still, I still like, you know, Vando in there, you know, over Rui just because of, you know, what he does defensively. And, it, you know, it just kind of helps take some, you know, a little bit of burden off of, um, ad shoulders but man offensively these five like man like any one of them can score in bunches and you know they've they've had some really nice offensive outputs in these 10 games that they've had so that's another really like you know positive that we've got is like i feel like that that probably is, you know, our most solid starting lineup, you know, and, you know, maybe bringing Vando off the bench because his energy, you know, like this could really be, you know, really amazing come playoff time if Vando's here and, you know, knock on wood again, please heal up Vando, please. Everybody, everybody stop and think and send some healing energy to Vando right now. In fact, let's, let's, let's all do this together. We'll, we'll, we'll take a moment of silence and let's, Let's all send Vando some healing energy. Yeah, you can you can all laugh at me and or you know join me and be a little little woo woo and weird here. <laughs> but let's moment of silence for Vando. Heal up, man. Heal up. We need you. So anyway. You know, it's it's nice that 
that often offensively those five really kind of you know give me throwbacks to the late 80s the late 80s um lakers teams because those teams offensively were amazing you know they had they had four guys that almost averaged 20 points a game you know with um you know magic worthy byron scott and kareem you know it was those were some fun years so like yeah i've i've got I've got my hopes a little bit on, on this new starting lineup. And I, I do like, you know, and Rui, you know, seems to finally be getting a little bit more respect from him and, you know, playing better too. He Rui was awesome tonight. In fact, like, um, I don't remember the stats, but I, I'm pretty sure he was above 20 tonight. Um, yeah. I didn't look at him before getting in here. Should have done that. But anyway, yeah. Rui's been awesome. Austin has been playing great. Um, you know, especially like post trade deadline, you know, I think he was even feeling some of that pressure a lot, a lot before the trade deadline of, you know, possibly getting traded, but like, seems like ever since post trade deadline, he's like solid and, you know, and his defense too these past couple games has been really nice, really nice, you know, nice improvement. Now let's, you know, don't get carried away. I'm not telling you he's suddenly Bruce Bowen or something, but nice improvement. Just nice improvement. That's and that's all we're looking for. We need we just need need progress, need some improvement. Because this is, you know, this is the home stretch. This is the home stretch. We've got, you know, about 20 games left. Um so anyway, you know, it's not as, you know doom and gloom as people say so you know try to not let the timeline get you down you know try and take it one game at a time but you know i i think i think that's you know about all i got on that so i guess that only means one thing It is time. It is time for another edition of Historical Stoner Circle. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know about the rest of you, but um, I've watched the first two episodes of Shogun, and like I, I was looking forward to this show. It's a first of all, the the book that it's based on is a fabulous, fabulous book read it if you haven't read it before but they also i remember as a, as a kid they they did a um made for tv series uh, like mini series of this when i was a kid and even though a lot of it was over my head i was still enthralled by it it's it's just a it's a really cool story you know that is based on history so a lot of it really happened you know 
obviously, you know, because it's historical fiction, a lot of it is embellished, but you know, a lot of the bigger facts, you know, did really happen. It's, you know, it's all the details and stuff that get embellished usually in historical fiction and, you know, just to kind of add some drama and make it a little more fun. So, so anyway, in honor of that, like there's, there's two characters on there that, I really, really would like to have in my historical stoner circle. And that's, you know, John Blackthorne, who is the, you know, the English Englishman who kind of gets, you know, trapped there in Japan and, you know, kind of held prisoner by, you know, Lord Yoshi Taranaga. And that's the other one that I, I would love to, because he apparently like, you know, his reign, he had, you know, peace, quote unquote, for 260 years. And, you know, he just interesting, you know, um, you know, I guess, well, his, his, you know, that's obviously his bloodline, not, you know, not just him, you know, he didn't live 260 years, but, you know, his, his bloodline held peace for 260 years, apparently. So, so he just really interesting character, like both of them really interesting interesting people in history and and then i'd like to throw jack black in there so the four of us could sit down and pass the pipe and talk you know everything from you know japanese history and you know and world history to you know to just random wacky shit and i think yeah that that's that's the historical stoner circle i want this week <laughs> so and in, in watch shogun if you haven't freaking great great series great series so anyway i guess i guess that about does it so you know we've only we got three three games coming up this week monday wednesday friday um and you know i'll probably i'll be back you know probably friday after the game you know when we're record the next one um so but anyway until then peace out stay zooted bye everybody
In the history of mankind, men have been called out and written up millions of times over. But only one man was written up for, and I quote, making barnyard noises and wouldn't stop. Rest in power, my friend. Washiko.